0: scruffy looking nerf herders welcome to records of the republic a podcast where we talk about all things star wars from canon to the eu to legends content and more we are your hosts wade and kevin and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you strap yourself in and don't get cocky as we embark on this journey together into the star wars universe Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic. As always, my name is Wade, and join with me today is my friend, Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I'm feeling like Eeyore today, my man. Dude, <laughs> I feel that. I got home, like we just emptied out our storage unit uh, that we were sharing yeah. with my sister, and we had to get like a bunch of the baby stuff out, like the, you know, bassinets and all that crud that we had in there yeah. for a while. So we pulled all that out. I got home from work and then I carried all of that stuff in, you know, went through it all with Penny. We decided what we needed to pull out and what we could put <laughs> back in and just put it out in the shed. So we did all that. And then Penny went to the room a little bit to relax, kind of just kind of kick back. So I had Jean with me and I totally started dozing. Like I was hitting the Z's hard this afternoon after work. Um, I threw on Blippy cause I know when he watches Blippy he gets sucked in and he doesn't really do a lot. So I could have him mm-hmm. sit there on my lap in the recliner while I doze off and I don't have to keep a close eye on him. So it works out really, really, really well. But yeah, dude, I'm just, I don't know. I am uh, i mean, it's been a good week. It's been a fantastic week, um, but definitely, definitely feeling it. Yeah. I know what you mean
1: for me. Same deal. I, I mean, I had a good week. It, it's had its stressors, but I also had a short work week. I took Wednesday through Friday off for my friend's wedding, um, and then just took Friday off because what's point? Right. Right. Just take just take the long weekend, and th- that's been really nice. Um, overcame another hurdle with the house. Well, I guess two since the last time we recorded, it passed inspection very well, um, and. We've been anxiously awaiting news about the septic replacement, because um, mm. that was part of the deal from the beginning. They they said they were going to replace it. We just haven't heard anything, but I guess they're going to do that next week, and they expect it to be state certified uh, by the end of the month. Yes, which means our close date of November tenth seems like it's still on. Um, there's a we have to get it appraised and. You know, obviously the hope there is that it appraises for higher than what we have agreed to pay for it. But in right. this market, that just doesn't really happen. But fingers crossed because it's a really well done flip. So maybe um, it can't come in lower. <laughs> if it comes in lower, we're in trouble. Um, we'll have to hope that the seller will renegotiate for a lower price because we cannot afford to pay the difference. Right. Um, <clears throat> But today, man, I got really bad sleep last night. Um, I wear my watch at night and, you know, I I put my phone in sleep mode and it said I was in, in that for five hours. And I'll tell you, I did not get five hours of sleep. I was something that never happens to me. I was wired when we went to bed. Don't know why. Didn't drink any coffee. Didn't drink any caffeine. None of it. I was wide awake. And I probably didn't get to sleep until like one o'clock and then was up at seven. But I was waking up a lot too. So that's rough. Started off. Yeah. Started off the day like that, which um, (coughs) can overcome that. Right. Like that's not that big of a deal. Um, But man, Charlie was brutal today. Not, not like her, you know, normally she's, she's good. She gets right. tired, takes a nap, you know, cries for a couple minutes and, you know, she gets up and she's good again. But I could not get this kid to take a nap mm. and she just, cr- so I went to the park with the kids um, and we got back two thirty, three 3 o'clock and she basically cried off and on from that time until like 45 minutes ago. Wow. Um, and I had, I had like packing stuff and like moving prep that I needed to do. I just couldn't do it. Um, so it's just kind of got me in a bad mood. I feel behind. We're not behind, right? We have plenty of time to move over a month. Um, but I only have two days off a week, so it's not this week, but. I wanted to take advantage and get some stuff done. So I'm a bit frustrated today.
0: Don't be frustrated because we are going to have a wonderful night recording and then we're going to get off and I'm not even going to touch the post editing anything until tomorrow morning Mm -hmm. because tonight for the first time in months, we're also going to play Battlefront 2 unless you drop any really bad news on me in the next minute or two.
1: No, I fully intend to play. Sweet. It's not gonna, I can't promise all night, but. No, I'm I'll not thinking till like
0: two or three. I'm just thinking till like twelve <laughs> or one. <laughs> <laughs> that will only exist in your head, my friend. Kevin, I think you can um, do it. I think you sell yourself short. I don't want to do it. You don't like me that much. I don't think there's too much Wade. My wife might disagree, but I don't think there is. Okay.
1: <laughs> well everybody's entitled to their opinions. That is that is true. No, I, I, I'm i going to... We'll finish up here after we're done, and then, and then we'll play for a bit. I was thinking it would be really cool if there was a way for us to play the campaign together, but I don't think there is a way.
0: I don't think they have that set up for multiplayer, unfortunately. That would be a lot of fun. Which is kind of a bummer. Um, there, there were a lot yeah. of shortcomings to an extent with... Now, Battlefront 2, the newest one, the EA Battlefront 2... There are a lot of great things about it. I mean, really, really great, especially when you talk about online play. But it would be fantastic if Star Wars, just in general, came up with a game where you could work through the campaign online with a friend. Like, that would be incredible.
1: Yeah, it just kind of feels like, as far as an FPS game goes, They've shot their shot twice. I don't know if... I think they're going to move on to other
0: stuff. I think we'll still get an FPS game at some point, Star Wars related. I don't think it will be soon,
1: though. I think they're going to try their hand at other stuff.
0: No, probably not. I mean, we've got... Give us uh, a pod-raising
1: game. Another pod-raising game.
0: I don't know if they'll do that either. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Because I don't remember... I don't remember how popular racer and racer revenge were um i don't remember them being all that popular when i got them but i got them a little late i got them a couple years after they came out
1: my understanding of those games having had conversations with people as an adult is that most a lot of people had the game but it was nobody's favorite game correct yep so i think there's a market i think
0: i think most people had it because at the time star wars games were so limited so when you got one you got one and you picked it up you know when one came out you were going to pick it up regardless because it was a star wars video game i don't know that they picked it up i i didn't find it all that fun (laughs) i loved it but i'm also not a huge racing game kind of guy neither
1: am i but i liked that one and Going to the arcade, the pod racing games, One of my, I always play that every single chance I get.
0: I don't. I like the other one where you're sitting there and you like fly the X-Wing through the Death Star and you do the uh, the mission on yeah. Hoth in the Snowspeeder and then you go on. You get in that pod thing. And then at the very end, if you're good enough to make it to the very end, you've got Luke's lightsaber fighting against Vader and all that fun stuff. That one was a fun one. Have you ever made it to the end? I've made it to the end. I have not finished the game. So I've made it to the last level, I should say. Not me. But I have not beaten Vader. Yeah. But I also have only played it like five or six times because I haven't been to an arcade in years. Um, So, I don't know. Maybe my new gaming skills will allow me to conquer the dark side and save the galaxy.
1: Who knows? Maybe you'll see... um... You know, that arcade game for sale at Ollie's. Dude.
0: <laughs> People. Cheap. Yeah, $50. my sister was giving me some some crap about Ollie's recently. Because I posted that video on TikTok. And then on Instagram. And I forget which one she commented on. She was like, are they paying you for this? Like, because they should be. That
1: <laughs> seemed like an ad. <laughs> and
0: I was and like, you knew <laughs> that
1: it seemed like one because you put it in the cap. Yeah,
0: I made it quite clear. Like, no, Ollie's isn't paying us. Now, they did... Uh, They did interact with me a bit. Their social media team did both on Instagram and on TikTok, which was kind of cool. But this was just this wasn't like putting out an ad for Ollie's necessarily. It was more like, hey, guys, for those of you who can't afford like I can't buy a Black Series helmet brand new at 100 something spanking dollars, you know, like I just I can't justify spending that kind of money. I know there are people out there. That can, and that's totally cool. I don't have the income or the finance, you know, I, I just don't have it's not there. Yeah. So when I see something that I want that's marked over 50% off, I mean, the helmet was 30 bucks. I was like, yeah, I can, I can afford that. That's much more doable. And I go to Ollie's right. to get a lot of my junk, um, which again, not paid by Ollie's. Not, this isn't a plug for Ollie's necessarily, but if you guys have an Ollie's in your area and you want to collect stuff, but you don't, you're not able to pay, like, you know, they're Black Series figures. Usually they're anywhere from 25 to 35 bucks brand new, like at Walmart, Target, whatever. They're like 7 to 10 bucks at Walmart, or at all. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's good. Now, their selection isn't always great, <clears throat> like... They, the characters they've had, the Black Series figures that they've had recently, some of them have been cool. Like, they've got Lando in the Bounty Hunter outfit from uh, Return of the Jedi. They had Leia in her Endor outfit at one point. They've got Saw Gerrera and Jyn Erso, and this is just the one next to me. Um, they have Zori Bliss. I mean, they've got a couple of characters. Some of them are cool characters. Some of them you're kind of like, eh but if you're a serious collector who wants to collect every single one ever produced um, hats off to you, that's a very incredible goal to have. Um, But this is a good way to do it. Or if you're just someone who's like, yeah, I'd like to pick up some black series figures, but I'm not going to spend 25, 30 bucks on a toy. Each time I go out to buy one, this is also another way, uh, a great way to do it, to pick some up. And, you know, sometimes it, it really is like a treasure hunt, like when you go there, because you're like, you never know what you're gonna find. Most of the time, you have a good idea because they don't get updated stuff too often. But I don't you know, like the hunt. I it's it's part of the hunt. It's Like it, vinyl, that, just that's like exactly kind of exactly that's exactly what it is. And I have picked up quite a few. Like I got my Chewbacca uh, Black Series figure from Ollie's. So I've gotten a couple of my Black Series from Ollie's. Um, I know one of the ollies down in Raleigh has, uh, C3PO that I'm planning to pick up. So, like, they've got, they've got cool stuff. And I only found out about the, the, um, oh, what's his face? Trapper Wolf helmet. Because someone on Facebook, I'm part of this Star Wars toy hunting group, whatever. And someone on Facebook had posted that all, some ollies were starting to get these helmets. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then they were also starting to get these uh, Captain America shields, which are super cool. Were you just holding it? No, it has been it sits under my desk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been waiting to prop that up, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I've got my helmet over here because I have nowhere to put them. I was going to wear it tonight, but my headphones won't fit underneath it. I would have made fun it. of you so bad. <laughs> I, I just... Man, I, I I can't tell you how many times I've worn this this week. I I find plenty of excuses to to put that helmet on. But yeah, I mean, so it wasn't really like a like I was trying to do an ad for Ollie's or try and get a sponsorship. Though Ollie's, if you want to plug me, you know, if you want to work something out, we we can do this. We can we can definitely get something going here. Um, but no, it was more of like a hey public service announcement to all you other fans who are broke like me and want to buy stuff but you can't pay full price for it because it's ridiculously high so
1: what's great um and ollies if you're listening this is for you i just mentioned ollies and you just did five (laughs) minutes on it (laughs)
0: Well, it was funny because Kevin and I were talking about uh, before the podcast actually started. I asked Kevin, I was like, "Hey, this new area that you're moving to, how close is it to to uh, such and such in Vermont?" And he's like, "You know, I don't know. Let me check it out." And I was like, "No, I got you." And so I pulled it up because I wanted to see the closest <laughs> Ollies to him is in Vermont. It's not actually; they don't have any in New Hampshire, unfortunately. But the new place he's moving to, instead of two hours away, it's going to be like 30 to 40 minutes away, depending on traffic. So that's a win. And Kevin will now have the opportunity to enjoy every bit of what I enjoy on a weekly basis. So
1: I'm going to speak to Ollie's again for a second. (laughs) Guys, save your money on your on your developers. (laughs) Just. Have the our location section of your website wait Wade be Wade's phone number. Yeah, <laughs> have people call him and he'll he'll w- locate the closest. I'll, I'll figure
0: it out. Well, and that's one of the things I said too. Like on on the video, I was like, you know, if you don't live in a state where Ollie's is, see if you've got a family member or a friend that can go pick this stuff up for you. Because I mean, thirty dollar helmet, thirty dollar shield. They're both they're the Black Series and Legends Series. You know, the Infinity Saga Series. So they're both really decent. I mean, the shield actually has like leather straps on it. It's way bigger than I expected it to be and it's heavy. So I'm probably going to find an excuse to throw it a couple of times this weekend just to see how well it flies. Like I'm just dude, I I'm, I'm just nerding out. It's been a good week. It's going to fall. <laughs>
1: It probably it's not going to bounce off things like <laughs> you think it's going to.
0: What if I throw it against the trampoline?
1: Why don't you do that?
0: I'm going to try it.
1: Let me know how it goes. <laughs> I will. Report it.
0: I also pick up a lot of my comics, my graphic novels, at Ollie's as well. That's cool. Because that, that, to me, is the coolest part. Like, I like the Black Series figures, and they're going to be getting some in. They were running an ad um, in local papers recently that was posted to that toy group and in the ad, they pictured characters like Obi-Wan black series figures and commander Cody black series figures alongside the helmet and the shield. So I have a feeling cause they're getting ready to, you know, start doing their Christmas push. So they're really going to push all these black series figures and all these toys for kids. Um, so I really, I have a feeling that we're going to get some really good characters um, out of Ollie's pretty soon, but I'll I'll get off of that. That was just Ollie's is is genuinely a treasure trove for me. Like I've I've texted you and and uh, Dylan. I don't know how many times uh, throughout this podcast when I've found stuff at Ollie's and I just get so excited. The
1: helmet was a good find, dude. That the helmet, that one was impressive.
0: That one is the. I mean, like, I I walked into Ollie's and walked around when I bought that. I was walking around, and I think it was last Friday, so a little over a week ago. And I had seen the post, so I wanted to see if we had any. And I walked around, walked around, couldn't find it. And I can tell they're definitely, like, they're reorganizing the shelves and displays. And you can tell, okay, they're gearing up to really start pushing toys. um, Because they've got a whole new section where they're putting just toys out there and still keeping their toy aisle. So I know they're going to be getting more stuff in, but they didn't have the helmet out on, on the shelves. And so I, I went to go check out, um, cause we got Gina coloring book and I forgot what else I think we got penny something. And so I asked him, I said, Hey, would you be able to check to see if you're going to be getting these in? And he's like, well, we may have them because we just got a truck with a pallet in today. And I was like, could you look, for me and so he gets in the system and he starts looking and he says well our system says we have them in the store and I said oh <laughs> and so he said let me go check in the back pallet I said oh, that's awesome and so he goes back there we're sitting up front and I, I don't know if I, I may have talked about this on the last podcast but when I did don't we, think so when did we record last week I think it was on. Uh, Thursday. Was it Thursday like normal? I think it was our normal day, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, I'm sitting up front, because I know I've told this story a couple of times, I just can't remember who I've told it to. I haven't heard it. Okay. We're sitting up front on the bench, and we're up there for like 5-10 minutes, just kind of waiting to see if he shows back up. And, sure enough, I see he's like 6 feet tall, I think. And I can see the top of his head over the end caps. I'm like, oh, this may be it. This may be it. And then his shoulder, I could see just a little bit of it. And it was hunched up like this, like he had something under his arm. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's got it. And I'm like patting Penny and I'm like, oh, he's got it. He's got it. And she's rolling her eyes and, you know, getting ready to get in the car. And uh, sure enough, he walks around the corner and he's got one in and he says we only have like three or four of these back there. And we just got them in today. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. So I go to check out with that item. And I was like, hey, you don't by chance have a Captain America shield back there, do you? (laughs) After I'm like, I'm like getting ready to pay and get my receipt and walk out. And he was like, I don't know. Let me check. And so he gets back on the computer and checks. And he said, I don't have them yet. And I was like, all right, no problem. That was probably pushing my luck, but I appreciate this. So I got the helmet and was super excited. We walked out of the door and we're like halfway to the car and he goes running out saying, "Uh, sir, sir. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, if you give me your phone number, um, I'll shoot you a text or call you when the shield does come in. Because I know it'll be limited supplies and you wanted one. So I can let you know when we get them in. And I was like, no way. And this dude, I mean, he needs a raise because this guy has been great. This week, a tip. this week, he called me to let me know they came in. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so exciting. Thank you very much. And so I get to the point where I'm like, well, what if they put them out on the shelves? Uh, so I text him, and I'm like, hey, are you going to be working today? And if so, would you be able to put one aside for me so I could grab it on my way home? And he texted me back and he's like, well, I can't because I'm on vacation right now, but I'll call the store real quick and have them put one on hold for you. And I was like, dude, your customer service is phenomenal. Like you need to be the face of Ollie's. So yeah, that's really great. Shout out to Sean for being awesome because yeah. he went above <clears throat> and beyond my expectations for making sure. For sure. And, and sure enough, we go to Ollie's that night. And I walk in and I say, hey, Sean said he was going to have something put on uh, to the side for me. And so they call the manager and the manager's like, yep, check the shopping cart, you know, over here in the front. It should be in there. And sure enough, it's sitting right there. And I just... So I've got a Captain America shield and I've got Trapper Wolf's helmet. That's awesome. That is a... Good stuff. Screaming deal at 30 bucks a piece. So... Yeah, it's been a it's been a great week. Um, I've got like a stack of five or six graphic novels that I picked up uh, a couple weeks ago that I have yet to read through. Uh, one was about I picked up some w- kind of weird ones. One was Imperial Cadet, and it's about Han Solo when he was in the uh, Imperial Academy, essentially. Um, so I'm excited about that one. I picked up one about Captain Phasma. Because I really liked her character and I feel like her character, I, I i shouldn't say I liked her character, I liked the idea of her character, but I feel like it wasn't well executed, not by her, but by writers it's, and other, it was just a letdown.
1: It's funny that Phasma and Finn were so closely related in those movies because they the same thing happened to them. Really yep. cool character. Yep. A lot of cool potential,
0: and they did absolutely nothing with either of those characters. And I'm like... Yep, ironic. So I am excited to read the Captain Phasma graphic novel. Um, I'm trying to think. I picked up one about Galaxy's Edge, which I was really excited about. That's cool. Um, And I forget what the other one was. But it was basically... They had like four or five, and then they had uh, one for The Force Awakens, and then one for Rogue One, like the actual movies. But I didn't pick those up, because I've already watched the movies, and... I didn't need graphic novels. of them. Yeah. But
1: you know what I have? Um, I have a, a, one of the comics from the force awakens and obviously it's, you don't get it for the story. The art is cool.
0: So oh yeah, absolutely.
1: I, that's something that I would definitely pick up if I saw it.
0: I just have limited uh, shelf space right now. And even more so now with a giant shield and helmet, I have no idea what I'm going to do with. So use them. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm going to use them, but, like, where am I going to display them? Get rid of
1: that stupid bear's picture behind you and put up the shield.
0: I don't want to put up a full... No, I don't want the shield to go there, because then i got to rearrange my Captain America display. Because I've got Just, Captain yeah, America stuff over here, and I'd have to you move all of that into the middle, and all my Mandalorian stuff's here. It's really
1: bold of you to be displaying anything bear's-related. Because they are an underdog this week against the team <laughs> against that is Denver. also 0-3 <laughs> and just got the crap beat out of them. Almost an NFL record.
0: You know what, Kevin? Put up against You them. know what? And they're the underdog
1: against that team.
0: I would take crap from you if you had beat me in fantasy football, but you didn't.
1: Okay. I
0: obviously know something About football.
1: No, you're giving yourself too much credit. I'm just really bad at fantasy football. Wait, I'm in two leagues, and I have not won a game. (laughs) In either
0: of them. You sound like the Bears. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I'm rooting for you, Kevin.
1: I'm not a professional.
0: uh, I'm I'm playing in three leagues right now. I've got a friends league, um, a family league, and then your league. And two of the leagues I'm one and two in my league that I have with local friends and my sister and wife, I am currently two and one. So, wow. And I came in second or third place. I don't remember last year in this league, which is the best I've ever, I've always landed in the bottom bracket, like bottom tier bracket. Oh, Um,
1: maybe, maybe I'm not as bad as I think because I've won a league before
0: that Mm. that doesn't matter that that doesn't Mm. matter
1: yeah well you know what none of it matters because (laughs) you're the one who brought up fantasy football
0: none of it matters because it's fantasy kevin
1: so is star wars
0: no star wars is life okay star wars is forever (laughs) so it's 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 been a good week anyway getting all back to that and you you can ignore the bear stuff we weren't really bringing that into conversation I was talking about the displays and how I'm displaying everything I have to rework yeah. all of that and the
1: bears poster is part of your
0: display I might just get another bookshelf which I've taught I've thought about doing I just haven't gotten around to it yet you should do it I probably will because you're gonna keep buying stuff hopefully not
1: I've known you a long time <laughs>
0: I was talking, we have a new uh, a new guy at work, and we started talking about uh, something, I think he was started talking about Star Trek first, and I was like, yeah, I never really got into Star Trek, like, it's okay, but, you know, I was always more of a Star Wars guy, and he goes, oh, well, I love Star Wars too, I was like, okay, well, your stock went up a little bit there. And so we started talking about Star Wars and everything. And he's like, How do you feel about the new Ahsoka show? And I'm like, It's great. And I start talking, you know, just it put me really behind for the day because not only was I training him, but I was talking Star Wars <laughs> along the way. So every couple of minutes, I'm walking around a house and then stopping and explaining this theory or this connection between these characters. And it was really bad. I got like two hours behind throughout my day. <laughs> like, it that's was,
1: brutal. It was
0: rough. Um, it was very rough. Uh, and it wasn't just cause of the star Wars stuff. I had to, it, there was a lot of stuff going on, but me talking did not help to speed up the appointment. Never does. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so we started talking and I was like, yeah, Soka's really good. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it was cool to see Anakin and all. And he starts talking about, you know, like not recognizing that outfit and stuff like that. He's like, I never saw him wear those. And I was like, did you watch clone wars? And he was like, no. And the guy's like in his late 30s, probably. I'd put him right there in like 38, 39 range, maybe 40. And I was like, did you ever watch Rebels? And he was like, no. And I was like, you need to stop watching Ahsoka because this is the kind of guy. Now, if this was just a casual viewer who's like, yeah, I like Star Wars. It's okay. That's fine. But he was actually engaged in the conversation going, oh, I never made that connection or I didn't realize that. That's kind of interesting. I need to look into that. So that gave me the freedom to tell him you need to stop watching what you're watching and go back and watch these, or at least finish Ahsoka and then make Rebels your next project. At
1: least the Essentials.
0: Yes. I, I think at least. and I told him, I was like, you know, I don't know if Disney still has it set up on Disney Plus like this, but they had it set up at one point where they had just a section of the Ahsoka Essential episodes yep. from Clone Wars and, and, and Rebels. But I told him, I said, cause he's got two kids and one, one's 11, one's eight. And I was like, dude, your kids would still, your kids are in that age group where they would love it. Cause he's like, they both love star Wars. They're, you know, all in, you know, they like just about everything we watch. So, so it sounds like they're well-rounded kids, but <laughs> they really, really like star Wars. Um, he said he and his son do lightsaber battles all the time. Uh, you know, when they're over on the weekends and I was like, Dude, sit down, plan out a night, and just say, Hey, we're gonna watch a couple episodes of this. Tell me what you think. And regardless of what they think about it, watch it because you're gonna learn so much more. And I said, You're gonna see the connections between some of the characters and some of the references made in Ahsoka, and you're gonna go, Oh, that's what that's about. Oh, that's who that is. Oh, that's why they give each other a hard time or have that kind of, you know, relationship. Yep. And so I said, It'll give you a much better I said from a story point of view, Rebels is the best. From a nostalgic point of view, which is kind of, he's kind of already missed the train because he didn't, you know, watch Clone Wars when it came out. But mm-hmm. the flashbacks are great for those of us who did watch Clone Wars as it was coming out, you know, back when it was actually on Cartoon Network, um, you know, coming out with new episodes regularly. And I said, I don't think the Clone Wars are as essential. I think watching some of them, Not, I, I said, your kids are going to love it. I really think they do. If they like Star Wars the way you're saying, they're going to love it. But I think you're going to enjoy it as well, especially as Clone Wars goes on. And I said, I think Rebels is going to be even more enjoyable considering how much you're enjoying Ahsoka. Because I think they've done a fantastic job in the Ahsoka series capturing and bringing to life the the animated characters in Rebels.
1: What you're saying... Brought up a thought for me that I want to talk. I want to talk through, and I I, know, I believe that you'll agree.
0: We have to because those don't come up often for you.
1: I think that you'll agree with this, but I, I still want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I tweeted I I tweeted it the other day, and I saw that you liked it from your personal account. But the idea that Disney has ruined Star Wars is such a lazy take at this point. You said you, you tweeted. Yeah, I'm going to pull it from the from the records um, account. That's all I said. I I quote tweeted something. I don't remember what it was, but I said saying that Disney has ruined Star Wars is among the laziest of takes.
0: Yeah, that's verbatim what you said.
1: If you had said that four years ago, three, four years ago, I would have said, okay, that's fair. You know, because. The sequels, I get it, I get it. But. In the last year. A little over a year now, as of like last week, we've gotten two shows that were not for the casuals, right? They put out content for the casuals. The sequels were for the casuals. I would argue Mando was for the casuals. It was also for us, but it definitely acted as a way to bring people in. Sure. Sure. They're not doing that with Andor and they're not doing that with Ahsoka. That's great, right? Like have all of it, bring people in, have your content for, for the casuals, but give, give us some stuff too. Right. Right. Like we've been with star Wars our whole lives. Give us the storytelling. And I'm so, so happy to be around at a time like this, when we're Mm -hmm. getting this content, a show like Ahsoka, where Sure, it could. If it's your first intro into Star Wars, you could probably watch it. You could probably enjoy it, but it's not for you. Right. It's so deep, and there's so many continuing storylines from a bunch of different places. It's not just Rebels. It's not just Clone Wars. Right. It's, it really is. Ahsoka is doing such an amazing job of tying together every era. Right. It's making. It's Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And it's, I feel that's where that tweet was coming from because, and I know you agree with this. Let's give, let's give Disney some love, you know, for some of this stuff, criticize them for the bad stuff that we don't, that we don't necessarily like. But, but you gotta be them, fair. Give them their wins.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Ahsoka
1: has been a win.
0: Well, Andor I was a win. Personally, I don't think any of their shows were misses, in my opinion. I think some of their shows had, like, things about them that might, might have been misses. But I don't think any of their shows as a whole have been misses.
1: But people, but people conveniently like to forget that Rogue One and Solo. Yes. More so Rogue One. Those are Disney movies. Yep. And those are pretty damn good movies. Those were
0: great movies both of them they were both fantastic in in different but agreeable ways
1: disney has not ruined star wars no it has in my opinion as of the last year or so i think the era that we're in right i tweeted this as well i think the era that we're in right now is as good as any era that we've had
0: sure i could i i would definitely agree with that it's a good mean, time to be a Star Wars it, fan. It, it is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Um, not that there's a bad time ever to be a Star Wars fan, but this is a very, very rewarding time to be a yes. fan of Star Wars. Um, they they have done a fantastic job. And one of the things that I was thinking about the other day is, look at how much positive reaction we've gotten to not just Ahsoka and, you know, Ezra and Sabine and all those characters, but specifically to seeing Anakin, which yeah. is something that Disney, for whatever stupid reason, wanted to steer away from with the sequels. That was one of the things Kathleen Kennedy really wanted to steer away from. And it's like, this is what you missed out on. This is where you could have been earlier on.
1: All right, but let me hear me out. I'm glad that Disney's intro to Anakin was not done by Ryan Johnson or JJ Abrams.
0: I don't know if I agree with that.
1: I think JJ may have been able to execute, but I am happy that it was Dave that did it.
0: Well, I'm I'm extremely happy that it was Dave that did it because it shows once again Dave knows Star Wars. And he knows Star Wars fans. That That's why I'm happy that it's Dave that did it. I wish Disney had done it to begin with. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I am happy that Dave has been able to have that moment where he's like, well, you guys missed the mark. Here's where I'm going to show you what you missed out on. Yeah. And that that's that's how I would put it. Because I agree. I think not only not only Dave being the one to do it, but how he's done it has been fantastic. Cause it wasn't just Anakin revenge of the Sith scene. It was Anakin revenge of the Sith, Anakin clone wars, Jedi master, uh, Anakin Vader, you know, it was Anakin. It was Anakin as a whole. Yeah. And we got all of that. And so, yeah, I, I agree. I think Dave, I think Dave did it the best way it could have been done. I still think it could have been done well, with some of the other guys, but I think Dave did it the best that it could have been. done. I think, I think JJ could have executed.
1: Yeah, I do too. Um, I don't know. I agree. I don't think it would have been as good, but I definitely wouldn't have wanted Anakin in the last Jedi.
0: I don't know. I feel like if the last Jedi were completely uh, a completely different story, you know, you could fit him in.
1: Well, obviously, if it was a different story, maybe it would have been better. <laughs> that,
0: that's what I'm. That that's what I was getting at. That's what I'm saying. Where you could say that where, about anything. Where 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 Disney missed the mark on that was with what they produced as a whole in general. Like, <laughs> if they yeah, had done a course. completely different direction, different movie, different, you know, everything with the characters, I think <laughs> I think they could have done well with him.
1: If they had gone a different direction, maybe it would have been better.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I, I think we're living in like prime prime star Wars era. Like we're getting great content. We've gotten great video games. Like the fallen order series has been fantastic so far. Um, you know, battlefront two has been fun. Squadrons has been fun. Uh, we're getting the outlaws open world game coming out. And then we know we're getting another, uh, Jedi series game, a third one coming out at some point as well. But it's the reason why I feel so strongly about this
1: is because a lot of people like to only say John and Dave for why star Wars is good right now, but that's just not true.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. There are plenty of other creators, John and Dave weren't working on the Jedi games. Right. Right. Like there have been other people involved in projects that had nothing to do with John and Dave. Disney is executing
0: well. Yes, they are. Well, but I think part of that is them putting John and Dave in positions to be able to execute. A hundred percent. That is a huge piece of the pie,
1: but it's not all of it. Yeah. And I think Disney deserves some. Well, I think
0: Disney owning up to the fact that they did not produce something that fans wanted. um, Not that. And and I want to be clear here. I don't think fans desires should necessarily dictate because you're never going to be able to please all fans. We've talked about this before. There are going to be fans who have unrealistic expectations. There are fans that are going to have outlandish ideas that they they're like, "I need to see this on screen," or "This is a piece of you know pos." Um, and it's like you can't you can't let fans dictate. But there are certain directions you can go with characters and storylines that will or won't appease majority of fans.
1: And and it's it's important to note that you know there is a set of fans that do enjoy some of the things that we don't like. And they're just as much star Wars fans. Absolutely.
0: I I'm, I'm talking specifically about those fans that are just never happy.
1: Yeah. Those are the ones that, you know,
0: you're never going to appease and it doesn't (coughs) matter. My script. Yeah. (laughs) That line, that line still kills kills me. me. (laughs) Not even him doing it, but just all the immediate trolling that came (laughs) afterwards. I mean, it was perfect. Man, I, I loved it, man. I wish I had thought of that cuz that <laughs> he got so much attention from that. Yeah. Uh, it was it was and it may so have been good. just a troll. It it may have been which excellently executed uh Star Wars theory if that's the case. That was that was brilliantly executed. But yeah, that that just the internet lit up and people just yeah. did not let off and people it, hate him so much. Was, I mean, <laughs> he did that to himself, but it was so sure, good. Sure, I don't like him, but <laughs> I, I'm also not like going to let
1: him live his life, you know.
0: I do like the look of his lightsaber theory, his uh theory sabers. Yeah. Those those look pretty slick, I will say. I forget who he partnered with to to create them, but those look pretty good. I, he just I,
1: changed after his his part 1 of his fan film came out. Yeah. He changed.
0: I want to say it had but to be But he's do. still
1: – I mean, he's just – let him live his life. If you don't like his yep. stuff, don't
0: watch don't it. Don't watch it. It's not I, – I think he provides a lot of entertainment from a from a comical point of view. Because I can sit and yeah, watch his stuff, and then I'll, I'll laugh at it either because he he said something genuinely funny or he did something stupid, and I'm like, <laughs> what an <laughs> idiot. You know, like, yeah. like yeah. you stole my script, or the, that's my script. That... I do think it's a valid criticism of
1: him, though, that at this point, there's no pleasing him. Yes. Yes. Like, he's just. But that's his loss, you know, like, let him live in that. Mm-hmm. If he's not going to enjoy anything, then don't let that take away from your enjoyment. No.
0: So, I mean, we've had plenty of people, like, I've gone on TikTok praising Ahsoka and stuff like that. And I've had plenty of people on there, like, criticize yeah. and, like. Take shots, and they're like, Oh, Disney's ruined this, and Disney doing that, you know, yada yada. And I was like, All
1: right, that's cool. You could give everybody a million dollars, and there would be people
0: that don't like it, yeah, because it's not enough or it's not exactly what they wanted, yeah. But yeah, Disney, well done. You, I, I'm super excited for the finale. I'm also really heartbroken that we're at the finale, yeah, and I know the biggest. So the biggest letdown about Ahsoka isn't anything to do with any, it was nothing that they could control whatsoever. The biggest letdown is knowing that this wonderfully deep character that we have in Balin's skull is not going to be able to be brought back for a second season or for anything else. Ray Stevenson, you know, rest in peace, he's gone. So Please don't recast. That was, that. that is the hardest part, and I've seen a lot of people having that opinion about it. You know, Ahsoka's been fantastic, and Balin Skull's character is one of those, came out of the blue, like, I did not expect me to want to see more of him, necessarily. Yeah. Like, I wanted to know a little bit about him, but I figured they would explain it in the first episode or two, and then he'd just be there as an antagonist to fight Ahsoka and uh, Sabine. But the character has been so much deeper than that. And I just, we we don't we're not going to be able to get more.
1: Please, please let him live on in comics, yep. books, stuff like that. Please don't give don't
0: pull more. the the rise of Skywalker Leia crap. <laughs> I don't I don't want any of that. No, you reusing footage or stuff like that. Like that, I don't want none of that. Just yeah. let it be. You know, however it ends, it ends, and we will. As fans, I'll mourn the loss and think of what could have been. And that's that's where we have to leave it.
1: We're human beings. We understand that he's gone. Yeah. You don't need to think of some crazy yep. plot line to explain it. Yep. We
0: understand. It is what it is. Right? I would like to see another RIP Ray Stevenson at the end of Episode 8. Yeah. I would. For sure. I think that would be nice for them to do. Yep. But, anyway... Um, so that's next week. Uh, question of the day while I'm thinking of it, who would win in a fight? Sabine Wren or Bo Katan? And does it matter whether they have the lightsaber and dark saber or not?
1: Yeah, this, I think this becomes a question of eras, Uh right? Like, what era are we talking? Are we talking Clone Wars, Bo-Katan? Well, let's are talk... We talking... So let's
0: just talk peak fighter of for either one. For either character, peak fighter. Who do you think wins? Who do you think wins with just Mandalorian equipment? Okay. Who do you think wins with lightsabers included? I, with lightsabers included...
1: Well, all right. So this is also tough because I'm not sure. I don't think that we've gotten peak Sabine. I think that that is to be seen. Maybe on Tuesday.
0: I don't know that we've gotten peak either character necessarily. That's true. But I'm just saying peak of what we've had so far.
1: That is a really tough question. So I keep going back and I keep getting ready to answer it. And then in my head, I go, ah, uh, straight, ma-
0: straight Mando equipment. I think Bo Katan has the edge. I think she's got more experience under her belt and she's had more specifically fighting experience under her belt, more practice with things like jetpacks packs um, and all the equipment she has. She has that shield she's able to use. Um, I think she's seen more battle than Sabine has. And so I think Bo Katan takes the edge if we're just talking straight Mando equipment. I think I might say Bo Katan either way. See that I don't know about because we haven't seen Bo Katan with any serious training with the dark Yeah, but but Sabine has getting
1: some. Yeah, but she really isn't that strong with it, even with training.
0: Um, but she's still
1: not her first choice.
0: In Rebels, she kicked butt after that lengthy period of time training with Ezra and Kanan. Look at how she helped dismantle all of those Mandos when they were visiting her mom and brother. She used the lightsaber incredibly well. The problem that we're seeing right oh. now in Ahsoka is that she's rusty. And we've seen a progression... As she started using it more, you know, she went from not being able to really hold her own against Shin-Hati to being able to use the lightsaber and her Mando equipment efficiently and effectively against Shin to dismantling groups of raiders that jump her. And I imagine we're going to see maybe even full transformation of Sabine where she's fully realized her ability with the lightsaber or at least... Opened the door to that in the last episode of Ahsoka.
1: To be completely honest, I don't feel strongly one way or another on either question. Mm. I think it's a good fight, no matter what.
0: I think it's a that's fantastic a really good fight, question. But I, I think I think no lightsabers, Bo Katan. I do think Bo Katan pulls it out. I do too, but I also would not rule like Sabine could do it. Like I'm not saying fight. that you know it couldn't be a Cinderella story. You know, and she she comes out of nowhere. I don't
1: think it's even a Cinderella story. But I no, I think, em.
0: I think if we're just going straight Mando, I think she's an underdog going into that fight.
1: I think it's whoever got the most sleep the night before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but with lightsabers, I think lightsabers evens things out a little bit. I think it brings yeah. the playing field back down because the darksaber is not... You know, Bo Katan's had some experience with it, but all of her experiences with it have been bad for the most part. I mean, so. That's true. And it's one of those things that she really would have to learn to rewield it again, instead of just like Din had to, versus Sabine's already there. With the Darksaber? Yeah.
1: Remember I think that.
0: She might have to learn how to rewield it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Bo Katan would have to relearn.
1: I'm talking about Sabine.
0: No, I'm saying Sabine's got her lightsaber. She doesn't need the dark saber. Oh, okay. Sabine's already efficient, at least to an extent, with it. Where Bo Katan may not. Right, be but as let's much.
1: give her. Let's give Bo Katan a regular lightsaber. Then, do you think that changes it?
0: No, because I don't think oh, I. I don't think she would use a regular lightsaber.
1: I know, but just for the sake of the question.
0: I don't know if it would change it or not. I think it could.
1: I mean, it might. Cuz it's it's at that point it's just combat.
0: But I still think Sabine's got more practice with it.
1: I'm not saying you're wrong. I, honestly, I I I don't I I couldn't give you a strong answer. I think if the, I had to pick, I would probably agree with you, but you I think it's 51-49.
0: I think I think with the lightsaber it is. I think without lightsabers, Bo Katan, it's like sixty forty at least. I see Bo Katan kicking, kicking Sabine's butt, not by much, but by enough. Well, if she's kicking her butt, then it's by a lot. Okay, seventy thirty.
1: Yeah. See, I don't feel strong enough to say that. Yeah, that's okay. A really
0: good question. I would, I would love to see it. I, I wanted, that. I wanted something that film. might stump you. Yeah, I mean, that would be awesome to see. Are you, I would love to see a fan film of that, of them just like going at it. Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh, let's see. What else do we want to talk about? We got copyrighted this week.
1: Yeah, you were pretty <laughs> pissed about that. And well, I was like, wait, yeah, that's how it goes, man.
0: Dude, here's the thing that I I didn't like about getting hit with copyright infringements. First of all, we're not making any money off of it. Secondly, under the fair use clause with cre- with a uh, with copyright, you're allowed to use clips to comment on them, to review them, to criticize them, and that's all I was doing. I was either giving the show praise or commenting on them and creating discussion. Like, I wasn't and I think what happened is some of the clips were just too long and I used too much of it. So I deleted those ones cuz you know obviously we're not out here trying to like steal money from Disney. FYI, we're not making money off of this. We're not doing this to make money. We're doing this because we like discussing Star Wars with other fans. That's all it is. It's community building and I can't tell you and what really frustrated me is like after that happened, I went on Inst- or I went on TikTok and scrolled through and the next like 7 out of 10 videos were all clips from the most recent episode of Ahsoka. And I'm like, how how are we getting smacked with this? And yeah, you, know what, you says, know what
1: that argument is, though. That's like when you get pulled over, and you're like, well, what about the other guys that were speeding by?
0: No, I I get it, I get it. If you know, if it's something we're not supposed to be doing, but see, the problem is, I get the ideas of like, well, I can share this because I'm seeing all these other people sharing this on TikTok. I should be able to share it too, and have my own discussions with people about it. Like, what's any different yeah. about my video than theirs? Theirs is more polished. Theirs has, you know, thousands and thousands of likes. Mine's got, like, 200 likes. Why, why am I getting slammed for that? It's stupid. It's stupid. That's what I... And that's the thing. Like, if I were making money off of it, I would totally agree. They need to take me to court and throw my butt in jail. Fine. But I'm not making anything off of it, and that's not my intent. I'm just trying to talk with people about it. So that was that was my frustration with TikTok this week where I was like, all right, well, I just I I shortened up the clips. And so I'm not posting anything long because I'm really not trying to to create anything that goes viral. I'm just trying to discuss Star Wars with other people like. I feel you. It's just frustrating. But that's all I got on my end. Did you have anything else?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about fan theories mm. a little bit. That's right. Um, there isn't one that specifically comes to mind. I know there was some one that prompted it, but I, I don't remember what it is at this point. I should have written it down. But I think Star Wars fans go too far with theories. Yeah. And it hinders their enjoyment of the product. I wouldn't say that it this is this is just a recent example but Moroke. Everybody had their theory about Moroke. We had fun with it. Oh for yeah. For sure. It was a blast. Um Until you got sliced in half. Example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that it really I don't think this example really hindered anybody's enjoyment. I'm sure that there were some people out there that were genuinely disappointed that it wasn't star killer though. Um, or at least Sam Witwer, yeah. Um, and that's fine, but I think, I think we need to be better about drawing the line at. This is just for fun.
0: Yes. Um. Absolutely.
1: Because if you think about it, it's kind of silly to be disappointed that a brand new character that you didn't know about. Until it was already written, filmed, and completed, you're disappointed that it's not what you thought it was, and yeah. it was never intended to be that. Yeah. So, well,
0: I that's think the that thing that
1: contributes to some of the negativity.
0: That was like when I was talking with fans about, um, you know, the Night Troopers and whether they were undead soldiers or not. We found yeah. out this most recent episode of Ahsoka; they're not. They didn't turn into <clears throat> puffs of green smoke or anything like that. They dropped down when they died. They dropped like regular stormtroopers, like yep. you know that's totally cool. All right, I was wrong. My theory, you know, or our collective theories for everyone who had this theory, because a lot of people made it clear it wasn't my theory and it wasn't an original theory. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you're right. It's not original because everyone in my you know feed agrees that they thought the same exact theory. thing at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, everyone thought that. I just made it anyway. Um you know that didn't turn out to be fine or it didn't turn out to be what i what i thought it might be all right that's cool it was fun to talk about it was so much fun to go back and forth with people when they were like yeah no i totally thought the same exact thing or they were, you know they were like no i think it might actually be this in this book instead or you know that in that comic and i'm like you know that's that's kind of cool i never thought about that i'm going to have to read that book or i'm going to have to check out that comic you know that's what i loved about it and that's what theorizing does, is it, it just leads to, to community and, and conversation. I mean, that's really all it does. You know, at the end of the day, would it have been cool to be Night Troopers? Yeah, totally. Was I upset that they weren't? No. Because it was still good Star Wars.
1: Yeah. I guess it, it's, your theories shouldn't become your expectations.
0: Correct. Absolutely. And that's where we got to We got to give it to RFB because he's like, yeah, I just don't go into shows with theories or expectations anymore.
1: I do the same thing, but it's not on purpose. It's because I'm stupid and I don't make connections very well. (laughs) (laughs) But you see something and you're like, oh, I know exactly what that is. And I look at something and I may know exactly what the reference is, but I don't put two and two together. Right. Yeah, I I, leads to a very green experience for me
0: about 20 percent of the time. Maybe that might even be a generous estimation about 20 percent of the time. I'm right about something. More often than not, I am not (laughs) so. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that that's the best part about theorizing.
1: We did have a lot of fun this week with a lot like I think that. I think that a lot of fans are coming around to this point point, yes, and are starting to mock
0: it. And Twitter has been awesome. Hilarious. Like the one where what someone was, was like, uh, there were, there was just a whole bunch where, uh, you know, have you heard the star Wars theory that Babu Frick is Luke Skywalker's dad and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, what? Or that Turgle is Darth Vader and stuff like that. And it's, it's yeah. like, I, the first time because I saw that prove it wrong. Yeah. The first time I saw that, I was like, no, they can't be serious about that. And then I read through and I realized everyone's got a different theory out there and they're all, and it's like, yes, this is it. These are the people that I want to be friends with because they understand. They get it. That's all theorizing (laughs) is. Sometimes it's the most wild reach out there, but it's fun to think, well, what if, what if this was this? It's just a funny thought. Like,
1: I cringe a little bit to this day still about the jar jar sith theory No, because i I know that i know (laughs) wade i know that there's a group of people out there that think that it's legitimate
0: that's not a theory jar jar is a sith oh shut up no i'm serious dude the first time the first time i saw that theory i said you know what that's awesome i love it he's a sith I'm. I was it is, so.
1: It is a great. Theory, I was
0: so on board on. with it. All of all of the different videos. I can't tell you how many videos I've watched of different people explaining why Jar Jar is a Sith, and I'm like, dude, it actually makes really, really, really good sense. That's one of the best I, explained Star Wars theories out there. I
1: need some kind of Jar Jar cameo, where. He's dressed as a Sith.
0: I need I need exactly what we got with Ray in Rise of Skywalker, where we got that just that one scene of Dark Ray. I need Darth Jar Jar. That's exactly yeah. what I need. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like maybe some comic or something where it's somebody from the separatist side that was on the receiving end of one of Jar Jar's convenient, you know, mishaps. And they look at him through that lens, like he's this all-powerful Sith when he's it would, really just it an would idiot. Be, it
0: would be so that would be funny. fantastic.
1: But that I would, I would appreciate content like that because it's funny, right? It's not somebody legitimately being like,
0: "This guy's a Sith." I legitimately think the theory could be true. I, I'm, I'm giving it. I know it has been dismissed time and time again, but. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that train until it crashes and derails and blows up. I so you're love what's it.
1: What's wrong with Star Wars? I,
0: no, because <laughs> I don't get upset when it's not true. But I I am totally on board with that theory, and they have not disproven it. That's one of those theories. You know, we were able to disprove that the Night Troopers weren't imbued with witch magic brought from the dead because they just dropped down like regular soldiers. All right, so we can pretty much assume that's you know they're not undead at least not but in the that, same way baroque the made
1: exactly that theory is still alive there could still be some night sister magic going on there
0: sure but you know it, it looks what we're being led to believe is that it looks very much like you know it's it's not the case but with jar jar the theory <laughs> is based around everything we've already gotten from jar jar there's nothing else unless they just put out new theory where some you know a new a new episode of like Tales of the Jedi where someone asks him Jar Jar were you are you force sensitive and he flat out says no or something like that unless they canonically confirm it at some point in story I'm writing the possibility but they
1: never would because it's so ridiculous it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's awesome the same, it's the same logic Wade as if I was like. I've never seen Jar Jar and Spider-Man in the same room, so maybe he's Spider-Man. It's the
0: same logic. No, but there's actual evidence to suggest Jar Jar could be a Sith.
1: The only evidence... In fact, he could
0: be the Sith.
1: The only evidence that points to Jar Jar being a Sith is that there's no evidence to the contrary.
0: I need I need Seth MacFarlane or Seth Green to do a Family Guy or Robot Chicken... Episode yes, with Darth Jar Jar. That would be perfect. Yes, please. That yep. you know that would be str- like yep. I, I might write them about this because I, will, I would go for that. <laughs> I would love to see an episode where just in a line, <laughs> you know, Peter's talking to Chris and they they start talking about you know, have you ever heard the the. Darth Jar Jar tragedy yeah the the tragedy of Darth Jar Jar you know like something like that would be so incredibly awesome to see Um, I would I would
1: go to the movies to watch that episode (laughs) I would love that it
0: would be awesome so anyway we're an
1: hour in and we haven't even talked about the most recent episode of soap.
0: Yeah I was really worried that we were going to have a short episode today because I was like yeah I just I don't feel like I have as much to talk about but we always (laughs) that's the best thing about this is especially when we take you know there's a week in between us really talking Star Wars because before we would just text each other back and forth when we were thinking about stuff. Yeah. Now we kind of just save it because we know there is a day in time coming where we're going to sit down and intentionally talk about this. So with that being the case, let's jump into Ahsoka episode seven. Um, Kevin and I both talked about it before the episode recording as well. And we were like, yeah, I don't know that we really want to do a breakdown of this episode. Um, I think we're really just going to talk about things that stood out to us. And I I, my thinking on this is let's just talk about the top three things that stood out to us about this episode.
1: And it doesn't have to be in
0: any order. So just three things that you, that stood out. We'll see if the th- three are the same. And if they are, we might expand it to five. Um, but Kevin, what's something that stood out to you about this episode?
1: Um, I really loved the... I'm not even going to call it the... I don't even know if it's my favorite part. Because there are a few parts that stick out as... That might be my favorite. But Anakin, again... Uh-huh. A very fitting appearance. It wasn't forced. It made sense. And it was was very emotional. It was so emotional. Yeah, it was. We got a couple name drops that were kind of cool.
0: Oh, yeah. Grievous Um, and Asajj Ventress and Count Dooku. mm -hmm. Got all three of them. Um,
1: We got to see Hayden be a little bit... Wiser? Less goofy? Yeah, I mean, honestly, one of my favorite lines from the entire episode was when he was like, "I want to, I want you to make sure you practice these forms." And then he pauses, and then he's like, and "He's at least more than me."
0: He was honest and vulnerable. He is master without a title.
1: That was Clone Wars. Yes. Anakin.
0: Yes, so yep. that little comment, and it was I, a, it I was really a do as I say, that. not as I've done.
1: Yeah. But I, I really, really enjoy this version of Anakin that's like yep. I am not training you to be a Jedi. I'm training you to be a, a soldier. Yep. And a leader. To be more I, I than really just I a think Jedi. that's a really compelling version of him that makes
0: it so much sadder that he turns. I want to see the other twenty recordings. Yes, I don't think because we probably won't. But what a, it does open the door though for the possibility, which I love. Mm-hmm. Anytime you get something like that that makes me think, oh, are we going to get that at some point? Will we get that in a in a short series in a in an animated series? I, it would be really cool to see some of those branch off whether it be, you know, between Ahsoka and Sabine, you know, training as they go on or, you know, something like that. I don't know. But her going back and forth with Hu Yang there was really, really sweet. You know, where she's like, he made 20 of these, 20 more of these. And he's like, I I never knew. And she just sits there and goes, he was a good master. And it's like that line that broke cuts. And he, he, here's the kicker in all of this. He may have never gotten the rank of master but he was a master to someone. If he could have changed his perspective on that, that could have changed everything for him. I think, but I also
1: think the the flip side of that is true because I mean, like you just said with Huyang, Yang basically saying, I didn't know Anakin had that. Yeah. I think if other people got to see him in this light, that's true too. It would have changed the perception of him.
0: Absolutely. A lot of people saw him as this goofy, you know, go get it. Um, He reckless, impulsive, impulsive, does before things. And he was those things, but it was for a reason. And there was so much more to it. It wasn't just him being impulsive and reckless. He was so because he knew how powerful and if anyone could do the things that were done, it would be him. Yep. And, oh, I love which it. is that covered. Is why
1: he's number one on my list.
0: It is covered so incredibly well in the Brotherhood and uh, in the Brotherhood book. Yep. Um, no, actually, not the Brotherhood. I'm sorry. It's covered incredibly well in the um, Clone Wars Gambit books, mm. the duology. I
1: think it was covered stealth. well in Brotherhood too,
0: though. But Stealth and Shield is where Obi Wan dropped the line with him, where he says. So often we call you the chosen one. So often or so, you know, infrequently do we actually allow you to be the chosen one. Right. You know, essentially saying we cast judgment on you so harshly for the things you do and say and how you think, but we don't give enough credit to realize you're able to do those things because of your abilities and who you are. Right, and that that was that. Th- so that kind of made me think of that a little bit. But yeah, I mean, he he was a truly incredible, incredible master. Yeah. Um, so that was a fantastic scene. I love the scene. One of my top moments when Thrawn and Morgan are going over Ahsoka's details, and yes, she says who. <laughs> who uh, Ahsoka's master was and the look on Thrawn's face, he doesn't quite give anything away, but you can tell the pause there was like, uh, he's, he's kind of (laughs) reconsidering. He has to definitely shift his whole planning on what he, what he's going to do now, because he knows that she's in a completely different mindset than most Jedi. She has been trained by someone thoroughly incredible and you know, someone who's able to think on their feet and react and they're unpredictable. So that was one of my favorite moments and it was a short moment. It wasn't very long, but just fantastic where he realizes and he's like, we're in bigger trouble than we originally calculated. (laughs) Like
1: uh, (laughs) not good. All right. So my number two, I'm going to let you talk about it because I know it was one of your favorite moments. So I'm going to pick a different one. Um, It was the exchange between Sabine and Ezra
0: back and forth with the lightsaber.
1: I thought that was (laughs) so
0: perfect. It was, it was straight out of rebels. It was 100% straight out of rebels.
1: And anybody on, I've seen it all on social media. Anybody that's like, why wouldn't he take the lightsabers? His lightsaber miss me with that like yes yep come on that was yep. straight out of room it's yours take it no I gave it to you <laughs> I don't need it neither of them wants it <laughs> I, I thought that was so it was funny. awesome the um, delivery of the lines was perfect it was so Sabine and Ezra
0: everything about that felt like and you know I had I saw a couple of people on Twitter go uh you know they showed the line where it's like uh, this lightsaber is your life, you know, or this lightsaber is your life, protect it, you know, something like that, whatever the Obi-Wan line when he, when he, right, you know, chastens him for dropping his lightsaber during the chase and attack of the clones. And um, then it shows the scene from The Last Jedi and it's got Ezra's face over Luke. And Sabine over Ray. And it does the same thing where Ray's holding his, or uh, Sabine's holding the lightsaber and Ezra takes it and tosses it over his shoulder. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) So like part of me agrees and part of me doesn't agree. It is very much, it's very much Ezra and Sabine, which is why it doesn't bother me. And that's where you got to separate it and say, there is no one size fits all. It's not that every Jedi is going to do this the same way. And I can see the argument being made, you know, if you support that, why can't you support Luke and Ray and that whole thing? But I think that's a whole different Jedi with it's a different mindset, different. entirely different. Um, but it was a fantastic meme. Absolutely fantastic. Yes. The, these these people on the Internet just sometimes they frustrate me, but most of the time they just make me laugh. They help me get through my day. And that that was the yeah. one for the day that just got me.
1: Um, but I love that entire scene, though, too, because Ezra didn't need his lightsaber.
0: He didn't. He really was one the with the Force. The course, was his ally. Holy cow. Yeah. Was he kicking butt or what? Now, he, he got slapped yeah. around a few times, but he was funny, too, like with the with the hermit crab people, like pushing them back into the hole and like, yes. no, just stay where you're at. <laughs> like It was Ezra. It, it was, it so was Ezra. It was Rebels. Everything about it was, I mean, it was perfect. It was Ahsoka, but it was very much Rebels. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a fantastic scene. Was that yours or mine? Does that count as yours? That was yours?
1: mine. Uh, that was number two for that me. Was such so a good that one. Now we need your second one.
0: Um, Hu Yang and Ahsoka. Fantastic interactions. Um, twice we got them. The second of the two was when they're essentially getting ready, you know, they're, they're like flying down and they find us Sabine and Ezra um, and they're encircled and everything, whatever. And she's like, I've got to help them. And she gets up from the seat and then they start going back and forth about, we're going to do that thing. And he was like, you know, do you remember the last time? Yeah. Not this again. Do you remember the last time we did this? And uh, (laughs) it was just that, that whole interaction yeah, was, your timing was off. <laughs> it was absolutely. And he goes, and didn't I feel awful? And she goes, no, without missing a beat. <laughs> like, yeah. it was absolutely so perfect. I love Ahsoka and Hu Yang. Yeah, um, there was sure. another one earlier in the episode, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up here, because I am blanking on it, but I know I've got it here. Give me one second. I don't remember it either. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. Um, oh, oh, you- when they were talking back and forth about the odds with the, with the star whales and, you know, what are the odds that they take us in the wrong direction and everything? And she's like, well, you know, essentially I trust them. I think we're doing fine. And he's like. The odds are awful. The, off, the odds are incredibly yes. awful. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? And he goes, I did. And then looks at her and she's sitting yeah. there with a big old grin. Like she's <laughs> obviously trolling him. It, it was yes. awesome. This is Ahsoka. This is the the lighthearted, fun, you know, happy Ahsoka that we've known. Yeah. Um, it was, it was, so Ahsoka and Hu Yang are just fantastic. That was so good. So that's another really, really good one for me. But and how cool is it too that like how they're
1: doing Hu Yang where he looks at her eyes wide and then he realizes oh she's messing with him yes. me. so he's like okay and you could see it in his eyes
0: The the eyes have been wonderful for Hu Yang throughout literally throughout the whole season so far the eyes are part of what's made Hu Yang so great because you can see the emotion in yep. how they do the, the eyes, eyes. When he's annoyed, you know it. When he's sad, you know it. When he's delighted, you know it. I mean, you know what he's feeling at all times. David Tennant. The directing. And David Tennant's voice inflections, the way he, he... He's been unbelievably good. He's been so good. I cannot wait for my Huyang Funko and Black Series figure to come in. I'm so the excited. The way...
1: It, I, know it's, it, I know it's so simple, but it's, it really is just one of my favorite scenes from the entire show so far. And it's because of how he delivered the line a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Like, yep. he delivered it the best way. I, I don't think it could have been better. I agree. It was like, yes, it was part of the story, but it was almost like a, mid, a mid-episode a mid break to show reverence for, for Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yep. Yeah. It's
0: because Dave Filoni's awesome. Just FYI. Yep.
1: So you do number three because if your number three isn't what my num what I wanted to do, I wanna I wanna make sure we cover it. But I think you will.
0: Hmm. Now I'm just trying to think what yours is gonna be.
1: No, just do your true number three because it, we're gonna talk about it regardless.
0: Okay. Um, Balin and Shin <laughs> splitting up. Okay. That's my number three. Okay. Um, and seeing unexpected, seeing how, how and why, um, and then kind of how they operate individually. I think Balin's okay, um, on his own. I don't think he's as concerned about it, but Shin kind of seems lost. For I mean, sure. she definitely seems way out of her element without her master. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is... Yeah, she
1: straight up ran away.
0: (laughs) Yep. And Balin, love him. Love him. He's fantastic. Not that I don't love Shin. Shin's awesome, too, for her own reasons. But Balin, especially when he gets into fighting with Ahsoka and everything, and he's like, I cannot let you interfere. And so they start fighting. And then he's like, you can't win. Like, he very possibly might have beat her a second time. I don't know. Um, Thankfully... Ahsoka had Hu Yang in the T six Jedi shuttle on her side, which is a little cheating in a lightsaber battle. Um, but
1: part for the course with Star Wars, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but still fantastic. And I, it, as much as I'm excited to see, you know, what happens between Thrawn and Ahsoka and the Rebels crew, and you know whether we get a Rebels reunion on the other side or anything like that, I, that's all fantastic. Episode eight is about Balin, in my eyes it's oh yeah it's, it's 100% percent about
1: probably Maryland. we're probably gonna have more questions by the <laughs> end of Tuesday yep than we have now like sure we'll get some conclusions yep but we're gonna leave with more questions than
0: we entered with absolutely um so yeah that was the third thing that really really stood out to me okay or made um, me intrigued right, so I should say
1: my third thing is kind of a 3A 3B but they're related. It's the same scene. Okay. Um,
0: Chopper. Man. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot all of that. Uh, I thought for sure that was going to be. Uh, good. Chopper was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper with, with uh, Senator Ziota or whatever his name yeah. is. When a he's mere like, a mere droid and Chopper's like, what? WTF and Carson Tava's is like getting ready to help, like hold him down. So he doesn't commit that was, that's been the number one comment on any of the posts that we've made about that is that Carson probably just saved a, a war crime from happening in a courtroom because yes. <laughs> chopper 100% was going to go off. <laughs> um, that was, that was fantastic. Um, I think I know what your second part is, and I have to. Yeah, agree same with it too. scene.
1: I understand some of the criticism for it. I do, but this is where I think we need to be some human beings a little bit and understand why Leia wasn't there. Yes. Uh, the actor's dead, yep. unfortunately, and that would be nuts to have to CGI yep. for. The only seconds. way so, you,
0: you could really justify it is if they, again, used, um, whatchamacallit, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah. Billy Lord, I think is her name.
1: Uh, yeah. If they used Which would have been great. I think I she's could, fantastic.
0: Because, I mean, they did it with Rogue One.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and it even didn't though look that great. It, I, that, I didn't think that was good CGI. And I don't think scene. Carrie
0: Fisher had passed away at that point.
1: She hadn't, but it was young. It was young.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, they could have done it with with her daughter. And I think it would have – I think that if they were going to have done it, that would have been the only way to do it and still pay homage to Carrie Fisher. Sure. But we've already gotten the Carrie Fisher homage. And they they <laughs> did right. – that is what happened,
1: 100% something Leia would do. And we got Anthony Daniels. And it was – yeah when he came on the screen, I lit up. Right, like I think there are times when we need to just be fans for a second and not criticize every minute little detail. It was C three PO and it was cool, it made sense. Like now it here's, made sense
0: that she would send him. Here's where I think I would have liked to see something just a little more. Okay. If if they really wanted to do Princess Leia, I think it would have been an awesome homage to have C3PO show up with R2D2 and here's where yeah. i think they could get away with the CGI is doing another hologram just like sure. in a new hope i think that would have That'd been be cool. a, that would have been a fitting way if they were going to do it to do it and i would have been happy with that cuz you know there's the thing where that. C3PO and R2D2 show up in the star wars movies like all of them i don't know that they show up in solo but they've shown up in all of the others.
1: I don't think they showed up in Obi-Wan
0: Kenobi. No, all of the movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, they showed up in all of the other movies. But I don't believe they showed up in Solo. So they I, were in Rogue One? Yes, they were. Because they, you got to Go also ahead. remember, they. I'm pretty sure they were background in Rogue One. Um, in one of the scenes. But if I remember correctly, they did. Let me pull it up and see. Okay. I think that was the case. I know they've shown up in all of the Skywalker movies. Yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, I mean, either way, I think we just sometimes need to step back and just be a fan for a minute. And yes. just enjoy enjoy something. Like, that was a cool scene. It made me smile. Anthony Daniels, maybe that's the last time he ever plays 3PO. Right. You know, and it, it was it was well done. It was perfectly in line with Leia's character, kind of like tongue-in-cheek. She didn't authorize that mission, but she kind of found a loophole to be able to get away with it and pull rank and, you know, be Leia. I, I just correct. I thought it was very well done and it made sense. And and yes, it was a nice surprise.
0: I was correct. They do show up in Rogue One. It was in one of the passing scenes in the hangar. That's right, I remember. I remember. Yeah. So they were in I remember. It. that's what I thought. But it wasn't like a huge role where they had any speaking lines to my knowledge. I don't remember them actually doing anything except yeah. being there. Um, yeah. but still I think that would have been cool. I loved C three PO. I loved having him there. Yeah. Totally cool with it, totally down. Um I love Princess Leia giving the middle finger to Ziodo without actually being there to give it. Yeah, what it, a loser. Like he's a good villain. He he is. He he's not even really a villain. He's just an a-hole. Oh, he's a villain. He's I don't villain. I don't know that he's an a, a villain necessarily. I just think he's a jerk. I think, I think he's a villain. I think to truly be a villain, like I think of someone like Thrawn or Morgan Elsbeth. Or well, there's different Mo- kinds,
1: right? Like, but I don't think he's somebody just that you love to hate. I don't
0: I don't think just being an
1: a-hole makes you a villain. He's not just an a-hole. He's gonna be a huge, people like him are going to be why the New Republic sucks and why the First Order rises.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't make him a villain, necessarily. I think it does. If he's trying to allocate resources for other reasons, that doesn't necessarily, he may have valid reasons for not wanting, you know, Hera to break the rules to go do this thing that she was ordered not to do. Well, it's
1: it's the whole argument about, characters not having as much information as we do i think if if you're looking at it from our perspective he's a villain
0: that's okay I'll, i don't I'll, think I'll that the characters that.
1: are going to think he's a villain although i, I, I don't think, ha- think he's hair is one liner against him was
0: perfect. <laughs> yes it was and that also perfect another perfect example of rebels being brought to life I don't. I I don't remember exactly what it was.
1: It was it was it was something like I'm not trying to protect the New Republic from blank. I'm trying to protect them from you. It was something like that.
0: No, it was he was saying, "Are you trying to protect them by disobeying direct orders?" Yes. And she's yes, like, yes, yes. "No, I was disobeying you," or something like this to right. that effect. And it was a perfect like in your face. I'm not. You know, I'm doing the right thing. You're doing the wrong thing. Middle finger. Here you go.
1: Yeah. Like I the only person I have a problem with here is you. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I liked the episode a lot. I watched it a couple of times. Oh, I plan fantastic. to watch it more. It it um
0: one there was one thing that bothered me out of the whole episode. Me too. Can, uh, we talked about it. Yeah the the scene where she jumps out of the T6 shuttle yeah that's the only one where you could tell the CGI was a little rough and i was like oh that didn't look as as smooth as i would it's have pretty expected bad. um but again it's it's very minuscule in the grand scheme of things everything one it, shot out of how many it was everything else was literally fantastic Yep. so Agreed. Uh, Episode eight next week. And then no more for who knows how long. No idea. Yeah. I have no idea when the next stuff is that we're going to get
1: strikes over though.
0: It is officially. Yeah, they agreed. They signed. Oh, Kevin, you just made my day. They were going to have to soon. I mean, there's. I mean, no... if they didn't, it's
1: close, but I'm like 99% sure it's officially over. I
0: had heard that and they, they were went coming back to, work. to conclusions, but I hadn't heard it. But I also haven't listened to anything in a while. I've just been listening to my Rogue One audiobooks, and that's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're back to work. Okay. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Because <laughs> that means maybe they'll end up releasing Skeleton Crew on time again. Probably not. I don't know. They might.
1: They're going to need some time to do their marketing and stuff, so I think it'll still be a bit delayed.
0: I think... I think there's enough hype around it that all they have to do is start putting some ads out and running some trailers, and I think they'll be fine. I I really do think they'd be... There's been enough enough discussion generated about it. I think in part due to the strike that they can be like, well, now that that's over and we've agreed to pay everyone what they think they're worth. Um, we're back on track with this. And I think that they put yeah. out some trailers, cause I mean, there was so much excitement to begin about to, to begin with about it. Cause we know he's a Jedi character. Jude Law is. So there's automatically going to be, You know, fans who have been here for all of it and casual fans interested because anytime you include a lightsaber, people are interested. So I
1: I don't think it's a matter of buzz or fan interest. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it's because they'll need to get their ducks in a row like nothing's been happening for a while. Skeleton crew isn't the only thing that they're going to have to work on. No, I I think it's just going to be delayed. Skeleton,
0: skeleton crew should be pretty much done.
1: From a film, from a production standpoint. Yeah, but that's not the problem here. I, they're going to have to restart all of their marketing campaigns. They're going to have to remap them all out. That's work, right? That's a, that's a, it's administrative, but it's work.
0: I don't know that they're going to have to restart everything. They never really stopped marketing. Right, but they have to remap everything out. Like all they have to do TV is
1: schedules.
0: Yeah, but now they just have to plug in one more. I mean, it's not that hard. They've got billions think, and billions of dollars. They can do it. Yes, they can,
1: but it's it's on a vacuum. There's other things that they need to do at the same time. No, Star Wars they're having is it. To re, they're having to reboot all of it.
0: Everything else is a waste of time. Aside from Marvel, I think you're
1: underestimating the amount of work that it takes.
0: Star Wars is it. Look, I can put together a trailer if that's what they need, and and do post- it them. Uh, do it. <laughs> that, that's going to be the next TikTok video that goes viral. Star Wars. This, this you idiot.
1: Can <laughs> you can do it better than them.
0: Um. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, I I, I bet we get it late winter, like January, February at the latest. I think February at the earliest. Oof, don't say that. I'd, I'd rather hope for the best and find out that it's going to be later than already have my expectations set at <coughs> February.
1: Selfishly, I would be okay with some time because I've got a lot going on. So it would be nice to be able to take breather, slow down a little
0: bit. I'd be okay with it, but I think I was looking forward more to skeleton crew than I was to Ahsoka. Now, ooh, not me. Post-watching Ahsoka, I don't know that it's warranted to have it have been in that order, but I kind of knew the characters going into Ahsoka. Yeah, we introduced some new characters, but all of the characters we've seen for the most part, aside from like a handful, are characters we already know. We've already been introduced to. Skeleton Crew is going to be all new characters,
1: there was not a millisecond where I was more excited for Skeleton Crew than Ahsoka.
0: I was I was a little bit and I, I you know I I still may be. Ahsoka has been fantastic. And Ahsoka will still I, I, I argue that Ahsoka is probably my favorite Star Wars show.
1: Um I think that's for sure. Obi Wan Kenobi's maybe number two.
0: But I still really, 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 really look forward to Skeleton Crew.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I know you are more so, though. Yes. Yes, I am.
0: And it could be that all of that excitement is misplaced, but I don't think so. I think it's going to be well rewarded in the end.
1: Yeah. Well, we're at an hour and a half. you want to go play a little bit of Battlefront?
0: Yes, let's play some Battlefront. Guys, as always, hit us up on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, email, all Records of the Republic, Um email obviously records of the Republic at Gmail. Let us know what you guys think about Ahsoka so far. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Are you kind of just middle of the road eh, about it? I don't want to imagine anyone is, um, you either love it or you're in the 1% that hates it. And you know, <laughs> if that's the case, well go watch what you like. Cause I want you to be happy. Um, but for the rest of you guys reach out to us, let us know, um, You know, if you have any questions for us or comments or discussion points that you would like us to talk about, reach out to us and let's talk some Star Wars. Is that all you got, Kevin? That's all I got. That's all I got. As always, may the Force be with you. And remember, this is the way.